This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollock. New interactive displays are open at the World War I Museum and Monument in Kansas City. The value of fine arts in Missouri schools. We'll talk about that and we'll talk bats. Not baseball, but an endangered mammal that showed up in Missouri one day. And our car expert with some unique but practical ways for you to save on gas. What is the value of fine arts in Missouri schools? Elisa Nelson talks to Phyllis Paisley, the executive director of the Missouri Alliance for Arts Education, who answers this question. The Missouri Alliance for Arts Education began in the 90s as a result of a grant from the Kennedy Center. And they wanted to have alliances for arts education in all 50 states. And then when funding left, uh, the alliance kind of went into hibernation for a little while until we were able to acquire some additional funding and resurface in the early 2000s. And since then, we have been continuing to serve Missouri's arts education community as best we can. We work with our partners and our allies in our statewide arts education organizations to improve professional learning and to provide funding for that critical professional learning for um, people who teach visual arts, music, theater, and dance. Um, So let's talk about the importance of arts education in the arts. Why are they important? The arts are the expression of humanity. The arts bring us together as humans. The arts help for students, helps improve their ability to learn and their ability to retain information. The arts make life worth living. And so anytime we have students who are engaging in the arts and teachers who are leading them in arts education, our world gets better, our world gets stronger. Where do you see the future of arts going in Missouri? Um, We have such a different world that we live in today versus when we, you and I were in school. Um, It looks very different in terms of um, the digital world the jobs that are going to be out there and that will dominate the country. Um, Where do you see arts fitting into that world? Thank you so much for that question. The arts fit into every single job that you can imagine happening. Whether you are a person who is a landscape designer, you learn about design through your work in the arts with a pencil in your hand when you're at the very beginning of your of that part of your career. If you are engaged in, like you are, Alyssa, in public speaking, the arts played a role in that, in your ability to address an audience, to find what will, what will help them achieve the next things that they want to achieve. Um, one of our state representatives I was having a conversation with recently, uh, Peter Meredith, indicated that his theater experience guided him through law school and then through his career to become a, a, a servant, a public servant here in Missouri. So the arts are integral in, in building the skills that employers need for success in the workplace and success in life. So the arts play a, a great role. The challenge I think in Missouri is not everyone recognizes that value of the arts. It, it's sometimes hidden. Um, the student who is learning a new instrument and who, and who tries and, and, and backslides and tries again and, and, and then they finally get it, they, they build, it builds their confidence, it builds their skills, it builds their self-esteem um, outside you know, a, a, another kind of pre-programmed program that's supposed to help 
make people feel better. Um, it's, it's doing the work. It's trying, it's failing, and it's being in a nurturing environment that celebrates them as, as artists, as people, as humans, and lets them be the best that they can be at whatever skill level they are. So arts education helps do that, but it's in Missouri, not everyone recognizes the value of arts and, and how it impacts, because those things are kind of hidden. People don't think about that landscaping example I gave until I went, yeah, you, you draw that out. And you need to have fine motor skills with that. You need to have design and awareness of space. You need, and that, that leads you to then geometry and mathematics and measurement and all of those things that artists have to do, which incorporate so many other learning. It, it, it gets all rolled up into one and it's outside people's conscious awareness sometimes, but the arts help everything be better. What does that mean in terms of where we are today for funding? It was really just over 20 years ago that No Child Left Behind legislation um, caused testing to be mandated. And the areas that were tested um, to ensure that all students were achieving well were English language arts and also mathematics. And with that high stakes pressure on that kind of testing, it causes that to come to the forefront and lots of other things, including science, including social studies, including the arts, were kind of like, well, that's less important because this is what's tested and what's tested was taught. And so um, it, it has created a climate that makes um, English, particularly English and math, and now science, since it is also a tested subject at some grade levels, it has put those to the forefront and the others to the back. And when people are making decisions, financial decisions, how they're going to spend their dollars and the way in which they are judged by outside entities is based on um, student performance in math, reading, and in science, that's where they choose to put resources, which means some arts programs are really suffering um, because I know lots and lots of arts professionals who have to do their own fundraising to just have enough um, funds to buy the music or to get the instruments repaired or to make sure that everyone is in a uniform, even if their uniform is just a t-shirt that is, you know, with a logo on it or a certain color, um, that they work really, really hard in addition to the difficult job of being a teacher, of trying to help each student reach their potential then they are a financial manager and a, a, a fundraiser on the side. And um, so it makes it really, really challenging. But I'm fortunate to work with tons and tons of arts professionals who are willing to pick up those challenges because they love their kids, because they know the arts are important and that those, the arts are helping build those foundational skills that are going to carry them to success in life. What do you see in terms of arts education and them being prioritized in the rural versus urban areas of Missouri? I, I, it's an interesting question, and I don't know that I have the definitive answer, but I do know that in rural communities, there's often a connection to nature and the, the connection to being in that landscape of fields growing or trees or forests or hills, it, it strikes a chord within the human being and it, it, it feeds their soul in a way that the arts do in an urban setting. Um, not to say that there's no beauty in you know, a skyscraper or, <laughs> or concrete and things, but the urban landscape turns to the arts 
to help that humanizing element be present. In the rural landscape, they have the landscape. They have the actual land, the power of the land. So I think that's part of it. And the other thing in the rural community is is many of them are one step away from a survival issue. You know, they they have to plant their crops. They have to grow those crops and make sure that, because that's their family's livelihood. And if the, and that becomes that sort of like the testing question a little bit ago, that's the priority and the other things kind of drift away. So I think both the combination of having the, the beauty and the, the strength of that connection to the land feeds an aesthetic element within some folks, as well as drawn isn't as important as getting those crops in or getting those cows milked or getting getting the things done that need to happen in an agrarian society. I don't know if that's the answer, but that's kind of my opinion. <laughs> Phyllis Paisley with the Missouri Alliance for Arts and Education joining Show Me Today. I'm Elisa Nelson. If you missed the first half of our interview, um, no big deal. You can uh, download it. We have a podcast. Just um, go to Apple or wherever you get your podcasts and uh, download Show Me Today. Okay, so for people trying, let's bring it down to tell me some of the most important artists of Missouri that are out there. I, I guess um, the most, some of the most famous um, people in the world of arts out there that people in Missouri can identify with. Um, what are who are some of the big names out there that we should keep in mind when we're talking about why it's important to value arts education? Oh, if you are wondering, you know, like a list of great mu- musicians or visual artists or authors um, that are from Missouri, gosh. Uh, the first one that comes to mind is Thomas Hart Benton with the wonderful pieces of art that are in our, our beautiful Capitol building in Jefferson City. And there's an initiative right now to help ensure that building lasts another 100 years. It was, it was built in the early 1900s and it's past its centenary now. And those works of art in there, which are just so valuable, um, there are works in there by Wyatt, by Thomas Hart Benton. Um, in the visual arts realm as well. And the, the Capitol itself is surrounded by lots of, lots of other artists and sculptures. If you haven't visited the Capitol just for with an artist's eye, it's definitely worth, worth a, a trip down there. Musicians, of course, we have tons of great jazz and blues musicians from both Kansas City and St. Louis that Scott Joplin, who lived in Missouri for a long time historically, and his house is in St. Louis. Cheryl Crow is a more contemporary person. Michael McDonald, a more contemporary person that carries the the spark of the arts alive and out into the larger, larger realm. It's it's just really, really cool. So yes, www.moaae.org. All right, this is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.